All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Oh, let me move some shit around here. Kind of got a new physical setup. YouTube, you'll see the difference. Podcasters, you won't know the first fucking thing. So hold on, it's... Okay, we got the boom. Okay. Photo booth. Let's blow up, she wait. Hold on, let's move this around. Okay. God damn, that's too close to my goddamn face. Who gives a shit? All right, gang, we got to get into, into camera mode. All right, gang, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running Avengers Assemble. All right, welcome to my new studio. And by new studio, I just moved my table from there to here. It's a rough weekend, gang, emotionally. And so Uncle Bobby just trying to stay busy. So Uncle Bobby doesn't sit and just fucking cry all day. So I wasn't going to do a show, but you know how it works. Uncle Bobby saw some shit, so now Uncle Bobby has to rant about some shit. Now, if you have followed this podcast for even a hot minute, you guys are well aware on how much I cannot stand Christian apologetics, right? God, am I that close, gang? Ah, damn. Let's move this shit around. Podcasters, you can't see. Uncle Bobby's moving some shit because I'm super professional. All right, see that yellow right there, podcast uh, YouTubers? I want to get rid of that. Nah, fuck it, we'll do it on the next show. Back on Dabby. I cannot stand Christian fucking apologist. Again, I think it's the Greek or the Latin interpretation. Let's move this around just a little bit more. All right, no yellow. Okay, let's move. Okay. I told you guys, when this becomes my full-time job, we're going to look back at these days and we're going to fucking laugh our ball off. Okay. The Greek, the Latin interpretation, I think, is like to explain or to defend or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the Cajun interpretation remains the same. And that is, I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Again, they Christians in general, when they talk about their God, they're describing a dude. Him, he, our heavenly father. We are made in his image. You would think it wouldn't be so fucking difficult to prove a dude, right? Yeah, they've got some brother. You know, what would happen if I brought this light over? Hold on, gang. I told you, I'm just going to sit here and pace my fucking house all goddamn day long. Okay, buddy is actually sitting really close. So the Q-tip is sitting here. Okay, let's give this. That probably didn't even make any ah, fucking difference. But hey, at least for this episode, I'm wearing pants. But let's get back on Dobby. Okay. Again, it, 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 when you describe, when you use those types of pronouns, I'm looking for a fucking dude. I think we all are. And so when we ask for, you know, evidence that leads to a proof, they take a right-hand turn, and next thing you know, they're comparing God to an emotion. He's a spirit being. It's like, what the Shut the fuck up. Again, it, all they're doing is they're just continuing to move 
the target around so that you can never hit it. More importantly, so they could never hit it. Right? This vague description of a God, this he's a mindless or a, what is it? Timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind. But yet we're the ones that have to sit here and stress out because we can't define a woman. But well, shut the fuck up. Podcasters, just in case you didn't know, Uncle Bobby put all that shit in air quotes. But again, if you had to work this hard to prove something that's supposed to be so simple, there's no way I'm going to believe you, right? And this is why the God I don't believe in created apologists. Now, gang, I was in what, the eighth grade? That was in the mid-80s, which seems like forever ago. Some of y'all just said, Robert, shut the fuck up. I was in high school when you were shitting on yourself. In about the eighth grade game, probably the worst thing that a dude could be called back in those days, days, was a virgin, right? Now, again, by today's standards, you're like, what seems to be the problem? In the mid-80s, again, holy shit. Seriously, nothing was worse than being accused of being called a virgin. Now, let me clear some shit up for you guys. This was not just a simple, uh, hey, uh, John, yeah, you're you're the new kid. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, me and the fellas, uh, we were just kind of curious. Uh, have you engaged uh, in sexual intercourse of any kind? Oh, what, uh, you have not? Mm, yeah, sorry. I hate to inform you, John, but you're a virgin. Okay, have a nice day. No, it was anything but that. Again, by today's legal standards, holy shit, three quarters of the people that I went to junior high with, they'd be in jail. That would be severe bullying. The great news is we didn't have the internet like today's kids do. When we wanted to bully, we had to do it the old-fashioned way, Jack. You had to put in some fucking elbow grease. Now, Gang, when I tell you it was an all-day sucker, I mean it was an all-day sucker. Now, this is when it kind of pays not to have a lot of friends because you were the weird guy who was withdrawn. Scam calls, please go fuck yourself. I didn't get that. No, I just didn't. No one really fucked with me. I was weird a, a little bit. I was withdrawn to myself. No one really expected anything from me, right? So that was. My journey with it. Again, I bullshit you not. When I tell you on Monday I, by 2 o'clock and school's getting ready to get out, it's not that people was breathing a sigh of relief. People were shaking in their boots. I mean crying. Fucking mortified. Because Tuesday, uh, Monday, they did not get accused of being a virgin. But Tuesday, the possibility, it started all over again. Gang, I'm telling you, it was all day, every fucking day. You got your ass ridden. Now again, it's the eighth grade. We're all fucking virgins. But again, it was just kind of the cool people's click. And again, you got terrorized. My point in bringing that up, gang, is in order to avoid some of that bullshit, people would lie. And I look back and I can't blame them. Right? Again, who wants to put up with being verbally bullied. It was awful. I bullshit you not. And so I'm like, but hey, hey, motherfucker. 
have you had any pussy? Yeah, I've had, I've had some, I've had some pussy. And the next thing you know, in order to justify your male sluttiness, gang, you would come up with the most fucked up sexual ass scenario. It would be so fucked up that the most seasoned adult performer would hear that story and be like, God damn, what the fuck is wrong with you? What kind of non-Christian household were you raised in? Who thinks of such a fucked up ass sexual scenario? But that's what you did. In order to not have the mob on your back for an entire day, people would come up with a lie. And again, that lie was so far-fetched. It was so unbelievable that if you told me that story now in my, you know, late 40s and my 50s, I would sit here and be like, you're either lying or you're an adult film star. Back in the early and the mid-80s, we didn't know the difference. None of us were fucking back in those days. So you're sitting there and you're just like, I can buy that. I can totally buy that. Gang, that's a really long way to go to tell you that's what Christian apologetics is. If I had to prove, if, if you guys wanted proof that Bubba was right there, podcast, you can't see him. YouTubers, you can't either, but he's literally right behind the screen. If I made the claim that El Bubba is 10 feet that way, right behind me, and in order to prove that El Bubba Instead of just turning my camera around and showing you the bubs, I went on this nine-hour-long fucking useless rant on you can't define El Bubba. Hey, if El Bubba isn't real, you can't be moral. Right? The, the, the beginning of knowledge begins with El Bubba. You would be like, you know what? I'm not interested in your fucking El Right? But when we talk about a god, some way, somehow... This logic, quote unquote, is acceptable, right? Again, I told you, that's why I don't get the topic of rape with Christians nor Christian apologists. It's really simple. What do you think about rape? I think rape is wrong. Let's go get some drinks, right? But when you talk to a Christian apologist in order to prove that their God exists, what should be less than a nine-second conversation turns into a 20-minute debate. Again, it, it, they'll do anything they can to prove that this fucked-up God of theirs actually exists. Gang, I can't believe I used to be a fucking Christian. But, again, if you've been listening to me for a hot minute, you guys know how much I love to hate fuckface Frank Turk. He is, he is the top dog in terms of the bullshit-ass army that is Christian apologetics. Again, his fucked-up-ass... Oh, no, this is another one. Uh, this is fuckface Frank Turk talking to another apologist who I've done shows on. But again, my, my dumbass, right? I'm, I'm at, you know, how many hundreds of subscribers? Thank you so much. Like the things. Share the things. Subscribe to the things. But gang, I'm looking at this fuckface's channel. Almost uh, 130,000 fucking follow uh, subscribers. People are writing this shit down. So again, this is fuckface, uh, fuckface Frank Turk with fuckface Cameron Bartuzzi, right? 
So the number one reason college students won't accept Christ with fuckface Frank Turk. And yes, it actually says fuckface Frank Turk. I'm looking right at it. You guys ready for this bullshit, this nonsense? Roll the tape. This one is another one from our patrons. What is the number one roadblock among college students that keeps from that keeps them from Pause the tape. I think I've done this one before. And you know what? I don't give a shit. Let's do it again. Roll the tape. Rewind it. This one is another one from our patrons. What is the number one roadblock among college students that keeps from that, that keeps them from accepting the gospel? Next question. Pause the tape. I have done this one before. We're going to do it again because it's actually, maybe there is a God. No, there isn't. Because this is very uh, much tied to this whole abortion debate that we're having right now. And by debate, I mean fucked up as conversation. Again, it's this. <sighs> sex. It, 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 it goes to, to me, the foundation of why, you know, the abortion debate is what it is. It's to Christians fucked up ass relationship with sex. Again, sex is just sex. You put whatever value you want on fucking. Sometimes, yeah, it can be very deep and very emotional, very fucking intimate. Sometimes it's a biscuit away from fucking masturbation. And there's a whole bunch of shit in between. But again, he's getting ready to demonize sex. Again, the sex you had on Monday is fucked up. But you get married Monday night, you do it on Tuesday morning, apparently it's okay. This is what happens when your worldview is not based in reality. Roll the tape. Because <laughs> they don't, don't want it to be true. Okay. Look, I mean, you're, the people out there who are watching, I ask people on college campuses all the time, if Christianity were true, would you become a Christian? An atheist will stand at the microphone and say no. When I talk to them privately, they'll admit, they don't want to live up to sexual, Christian sexual. Pause the tape. Yeah, I've definitely done this one before. Again, I've already explained that bullshit. If Christianity were true, would you want it? If Christianity were true, would you follow it? No. It's not that I'm digging my heels in or some shit like that. I just think the whole proposition is all kinds of fucked up. And you know what? I don't believe for one second. I do not. I think this is some very leading doo-doo-ass bullshit that him, Ray Comfort, they all do it. It's these leading-ass questions. They are the masters of picking and choosing. I severely doubt that after one of his fuckface, I don't have a faith to be an atheist, atheist bullshit-ass seminars on a college campus, which I told you I believe to be very predatory. I severely doubt that some college student comes up and says, uh, uh, fuckface Frank Turk, uh, I, I have a confession. Am I about to belch, King? Hold on. I just belch! Hashtag a professional. I severely doubt one of the, uh, yeah, fuckface Frank Turk. Uh, hey, I know I made a big scene out there and I want to apologize, but I just want you to know, uh, I, I, I don't want to say this from the other atheists, but the real reason why it is I don't believe in God or I don't want to uh, follow God is because I like fucking. I, that has never happened. I guarantee you that has never fucked. Again, the definition of apologetics is I'm going to fucking lie to your face. Roll the tape. The elephant in the room in the college campus is not on YouTube. Elephant in the room is not evidence. It's sex. 
Pause and take. We may not spend a lot of time on this one. Gang, fuck face Frank Turk and go fuck himself. Right? Again, it's like those damn uh, 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 outdoor pastors that go to college football games with sandwich boards ringing a bell. Right? You're a whore. Yeah. Jesus hates you. Rip it. Get on your knees. Homosexuals are faggots. You don't know your target audience, fuck nuts. There's 125,000 drunk 19, 20, 21 year olds. They just had a fucking orgy, a gangbang, and a fucking train 15 minutes before they got to that fucking game to hear your fucking foolishness, right? And you're going to sit here and say, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Again, Christians, if you want to torture yourself, knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. But gang, Holy shit, one of the best parts about being a college student, it's all the freedoms of being an adult with none of the responsibilities. You don't got to worry about earning money. You don't have to worry about insurance payments, retirement, none of that bullshit. This is the first time you've been away from your mama's bedroom, and God damn it, you're going to do some fucking, and you'll never guess what. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Wrap it up. Put a sock on the pickle. Right? Yeah, just do, do, just shut the fuck up. Now, there's between me and fuckface Frank Turk. When I say that, I'm like, look, that's just normal sexuality. If you want to have a threesome, have a threesome. If you want to remain a virgin, remain a virgin. Right? If you want to have a blow bang, have a blow bang. If you want to try some of that gay shit, try some of that gay shit. You want to try some of the lesbianic shit, try some of the lesbianic shit. What if you want to try jerking off all over yourself? Jerk off all over yourself. You've got, again, knock yourself out. That is natural. So follow that instinct. Fuckface Frank Turk will say, that's gross, that's disgusting, that's demonic, you hate Jesus. Again, we're not having the same conversation. Gang, there's nothing wrong with consensual sex. You know what? Again, if you're a dude, you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to try and get pegged. You bend over, you spread your butt cheeks, your, your girl fucking puts one in you, and you're like, I don't think that's what I'm going for. Then at least you try it, and you're like, fuck it. You just move on. Right? Sexuality and sexual activity should be enjoyed, not endured. Right? But fuck Frank Frank Turk, it's demonic if you don't do it under God's standards. Again, we're not going to make it through this. Roll the tape. Hold on. That was anticlimactic. Right! They still believe in certain sexual rules. Right? You don't have sex with children. You don't have to be. Sad, you know. So, so. Pause and shut the fuck up. Again, that was when I blocked Eve, whatever that troll's name is on Twitter. He sat there and said that, you know, even if you don't believe in God, you do believe in some sexual standards, like don't have sex with children, stuff like that. Okay, please go fuck yourself. There's an enormous difference between sex and rape. That's what I teach the ladies in my class. And fuckface Eve, of course, sent me all these screenshots and told me that I was the one that was wrong. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have this fucking discussion with you, numbnuts. Block. I do believe in sexual boundaries. I think we all do. And it just simply comes down to, I don't want something sexually done to me that I'm not in favor of or I'm not consenting to. So I extend my sexual partners the exact same courtesy and respect. But when we talk about fucking uh, children, 
You know what, fuckface Frank Turk? Shut the fuck up. You're a hardcore Christian conservative. One of the things that conservatives are doing right now, and I just learned this from one of my followers, that's in 44 fucking states, they are stripping away age minimums. Oh, but all life is sacred. But it's totally okay for the 13-year-old to marry the 7-year-old. Please go fuck yourself. Right? So again, Frank Turk is a piece of shit. Let's roll this tape. Again, we're not going to make it all the way through. So how do you still impose rules on it? So how do you address that? How do you, like, for instance, when you're having a conversation with one of these college students and they reveal this to you, that's because I want to have sex with anyone I want to have sex with. What, how do you respond to that? And Thanks for being on. Just leave me where you stand. Pause the tape. You hear that tone of voice? Well, you know, at least you're honest. At least you're... Gang, I can't tell you what to do. But if you are one of these people who's on the fence that a certain sexual activity is going to not please a God, tell your God to come down here and tell you himself, like verbally, as in, so we all can see it. Again, this tortured relationship with sex, in my opinion, is all kinds of fucked up. It just is. Right? Again, if there's something you want to do sexually and your partner or partners are fully consenting to it, then do that shit, right? And again, I've told this story before. I, I remember it was uh, 1994, that rap. That rap, what? Just shut the fuck up. I'm going to keep going. To this day, I don't think anyone on the 94 Longhorn football team knew what Miss Irma's job actually was. But she was just kind of a team mom, guidance, counselor, good advice, giver, ass whipper. I, no one knows. But I remember it was one of the preseason seminars and you learn all the rules and the blase and the glavenoids. And she had a conversation with us about consent. Very important. And I remember one of the last things she said was, if the person you're having sex with, if they are inebriated, if they are high, if they are passed out, if their metabolism is altered all the way to this level, so on and so forth. Basically, if they can't say yes, that means they can't say no. If you do something to that person, congratulations, you're a rapist. First thing I said to myself was, that, that's some good advice. And I remember, I was like, wait, hold on. And I turned around to my team. I was like, who the fuck just learned something? Did you really need someone to tell you? And apparently that answer is yes. Did you really need someone to fucking tell you don't stick your meat in someone who's fucking passed out? You're a necrophiliac, you sick fucker. Because if she won't say yes, the person right next to her probably fucking will. What the fuck's the matter with you? But again, this fucked up ass attitude. Was, oh, well, I mean, okay. I mean, again, you're going to burn in hell, but I mean, okay. I mean, at least you're honest. I mean, again, Gang, explore your sexuality, be safe, have enthusiastic consent. The formula just really is not that hard. But again, if you have to continue to ask your mythical God, should I or should I not do this? Just trust me when I tell you, you are not going to have a sexy and vibrant fucking sex life. You're just not. Roll the tape. This motherfucker. And then you just sort of 
Well, allow the Holy Spirit to. Yeah, I mean, you you can say I always ask him if it were true, would you become a Christian? And he said, No. What else can you do? You can't say, Well, I give you the free will to do what you want to do, make the choices you want to make. That's why this is. Pause the tape. I've already covered this. There's no such thing as free will under the Christian model. And this is a good way to trail off. This is a fucked up ass state. We're going to move on to the next one, but we're going to go into halftime first. There is no such thing as free will under the Christian model. Again, if your God knows everything, if he knows everything I'm going to say, do, and think, because God has an unchanging plan. If God knew that I was going to have sex with Susie Q in 1992 and certain positions going to last this long, so on and so forth, and the blase and the glavenoids. If he knew it was going to happen because that's the way his plan mapped it out, I did not have a choice. I did not have a free will to not have sex with Susie Q. Right? God gives us the free will. Not according to your model. No. Right? God knows who's going to obey him Who's going to disobey him? He knows who's going to go to heaven. He knows who's going to go to hell. He knows who's going to do this. He knows who's going to do that. So again, this is bullshit. But this is why Christianity requires Christian apologists to sit here and fucking talk circles around simple ass concepts because they know that what they're talking about is sitting on some bullshit. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock. And I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Tell me back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Get you two back up and running. It was a good idea to do a show, even though I'm feeling all kinds of fucked up. Let's just make some shit happen, shall we, gang? All right. Camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube now, you are up and running. Yo, Joe. Gang, further evidence that I truly don't like myself. You know what's on in the background right now? G.I. Jane. Do you guys remember that movie? It was fucking terrible. And it's not because of the fucking subject matter. Yo, if a woman can pack the gear and become a fucking Navy SEAL, then fucking do that shit. But gang, this movie was just fucking bad. You guys remember the very end, the climactic scene, right? It's like fucking Hell Week or whatever the fuck it's called. I didn't listen to fucking Navy. I should have the fucking squid here and ask her that. But... It's the last, like their fucking last mission and shit. And the Master Chief is literally beating her ass. Like beating her ass. He pu- he's getting ready to like bend her over and fucking rape her in front of the other fucking uh, Buds members, right? And the climactic scene was Master Chief. She's bleeding and shit. Half her eyes hanging out. Master Chief, 
suck my dick. Then she turns around and fucking does kung fu and shit. She turns into fucking Black Widow and she totally beats the shit out of the Master Chief. This is a bullshit ass movie and it's on right now. Why do I do this to myself? But back on topic. And let's keep going. Fuck face Frank Turing. Now, I found a clip that talks about the Euthyphro dilemma. Now, I have literally watched 15 seconds of this clip. So I have no idea how it's going to turn out. Now, if you are not familiar with the Euthyphro dilemma, it goes like this. Does God do it because it is good or is it good because God does it? Right? It's kind of what came first. Right? It's the moral version of the chicken or the egg. Just so you know, the scientific answer to that question. Wait, Aaron Raw explained this. I'm totally going to fuck this up, but I do. Wait, was it the chicken or the egg? I think it was the egg. Aaron Raw explained this. I fucking listened to it a long time ago, but I'm dumb as shit. But it's the moral version of chicken or the egg. Again, does God do it because it is good or is it good because God does it? That's a legit question. Now, a student asked a fucking question, and fuckface Frank Turk is going to answer the question. Roll the tape. Come on. In your first presentation about uh, the ripple effect and God is all wise, what is the balance between God's knowledge and God's decree? Does God's decree come first because he knows, or does God know something because he decrees it? Say that last part again. Does God know... Um, something because he decrees it or does he decree it because he knows it? Uh, God is knowledge, so there's no sequence in God's. Pause the tape. That is very Christian apologetic gang. Gang, it just is. Right? Okay. Okay. Again, it's like, what was it? I'm trying to remember the order of events right now, but it's like, how is it that we can have in, in the, like the uh, creation event? How can we have plants on this day, but not have sun until like later on, right? And that doesn't make any sense. You know what Christian will tell you? God is light. Okay, I mean, shut the fuck up. That, again, that is the skeleton, skeleton key answer to all their fucking dilemmas. God. Why did God allow that person to be raped? God. But what came first? You know, God's knowledge or the knowledge of God? Well, I just took a massive shit, God. Oh, you guys think I told you guys? I literally heard a Christian apologist when asked a stupid question, and it is kind of a stupid question. Because again, it's just a matter, for us atheists, it's how far are you willing to go? How committed are you? My dog just took a shit. It was tremendous. Are you really going to tell me that's because of God? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's, okay. Yo, so, I mean, you're, you're right on the right track. So God gave your dog teeth, right? And, got, and then there was a tongue. Then there's an esophagus, right? And he, he sat there and did this whole scientific uh, explanation on why you take a tremendous shit, right? And there's like, well, I mean, if God didn't create all of that, then how could your dog take a massive shit? Right? Again, again, that, that last little bit, to me, that was a filler. That boy's question was very clear. Did you guys hear what fuckface Frank Turk said? Uh, could you repeat the last part? He heard the last part. He was giving his brain time to catch out, catch up to his fucking mouth. Right? And what was the answer? Well, uh, God is knowledge. Where do you go from there, gang? Roll the tape. 
thoughts. He just knows it intuitively. He doesn't have to reason through a syllogism like all men are mortal, Socrates is a... Pause the tape. You know the fucked up thing is? Here's another one of their fucked up ass uh, inconsistencies. Apparently, again, well, how can your tiny three-pound brain totally understand the version of God? Shut the fuck up. Apparently, God's ways are not like ours. How can we understand the ways of God? God's ways are not for us to understand. Now, sit down, pay me $170 for my fucked up ass seminar so I can tell you the ways of God. Right? Again, it's funny. No, it's not. You know, God can do all things until they give you this laundry list of shit that their God can't do. Right? We don't know the mind of God. Now pay me $213 so I can tell you about the mind of God. Roll the tape. And therefore Socrates is mortal. So now you're getting into infrasuperlapsarianism, which is better answered by Leighton. So go ahead, Leighton. You want to you take over here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so there may be different views up here, just to, for, not fair warning, but just sure. for what it's worth. <laughs> Thank you. There may be different views represented up here. Uh, so I would take a Molinist view, and, and these guys are free to speak whatever view they take to. But uh, but so the way you word the question, does God decree it because he knows it? Well, if he knows it, it's because it's going to happen. So the decree would almost be superfluous. So I think the question is, what is God decreeing? And uh, another question would be, is there, is there a type of counterfactual middle knowledge to whether or not he had... Okay. You know all I heard, gang? All I heard was I like mushrooms, therefore gravity. I have thick eyebrows. I just took a shit. Fire trucks are red, therefore Jupiter. I, that, he's just stringing words together. Right again, it's again, maybe I'm not all philosophically sound in shit, which I've been told. But again, if this is philosophy, I don't want anything to do with it. If it takes this much mumbo fucking jumbo to prove that your God exists, I'm not interested. You are no different than the eighth grader sitting there telling other people how much of a male slut you are by describing the most wild and out ass fucking scenario sexually that the human brain can fucking come up with. Gang, now to me, that was just 20 seconds of bullshit. Seriously, roll the tape. A choice to create a different possible world than the one he did. So if you're going to say it's already foreknown, then that's already the world that God's going to create. So you would, so depending on how you were trying to word the question, uh, something that's along those lines is, does God have counterfactual mental knowledge? I do. You can be a... Stop, I can't listen to that bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Let's just move on to another one that he's fucked up. Oh, oh, here we go. Do atheists really lack faith? This one should give me a stroke. Now, let's see if there's capitalism first. Let's cue this one up. Capitalism. Holy shit, three minutes of capitalism. That's about some fucked up ass Christian movie. Okay, hold on. I, using, again, the definition of faith that they use, that if you don't have reason, you have faith. Hey, I'm looking Let me open up with the question that I know you're well prepared to answer. So, Frank, um, why don't you have enough faith to be an atheist? Well, because there's a lot of evidence that God exists. And were you. Pause the tape. Again, no wonder you Christians win all the debates. You get to define both sides. Yes, I am very well aware. I've said it before. 
If you are trying to put butts in seats, if you're trying to sell books and DVDs, you have to have a provocative title. I remember one of my highest views uh, Twitter videos, those little two-minute things I put out. And if you're not watching me, what the fuck are you waiting for? Do the right thing. At RCRead40. Step on it. Come on. But one of my highest watched videos was I agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Holy, like, what? And again, so I, I understand that you've got to put out a provocative title. The difference between me and a fuckface Frank Turk, I actually explained why it is I agreed with Marjorie Taylor fuckface Greene. I'm trying to remember what the topic was, but I was like, I actually agree with her on that one, right? And then, of course, it was something fucked up, like maybe maggots should get up and pack their bags and move to fucking Iceland or something. But it was like, oh, yeah, I actually agree with you on that one. Get the fuck out, right? But the difference between me and a fuckface Frank Turk is he actually continues to sell this bullshit-ass point that he knows better what atheism is than what atheists do. Again, I told you guys, it, how convenient is it that agnostics and Christians apparently know better what atheism is than fucking atheists? Again, what is so hard about letting members of the club define the fucking club? Let's roll the tape. This word faith, the way the atheists use it, not the way Christians use it. Faith to the atheist means if you don't have any evidence, you just have faith. And I think. Atheists have very little evidence that their materialistic worldview is true. Pause the tape. Again, please go fuck yourself. I told you guys, I woke up literally one day and found out I was a fucking Paul. I'm like, uh, how'd that happen? You know, I just realized, I've used that term before. Do you guys know what Paul is? So in Louisiana, Paul means grandfather. Hold on. So, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Right? Podcasters, you can't see jack shit. Just act like you can. So, gang, this is a collage of a whole bunch of family photos. YouTube, you can see. That is actually my papa. Right? Uh, a Choctaw native, actually, by the way. And I pointed her out. That lady right there. Oh, let me put my finger on it. That's my mom and Jenny. Apparently, she was as beautiful as she was fucking me. Hold on. Okay, that's uh, Sadie, my aunt. Okay, uh, right there, YouTube. You see that guy right there? That's me. That's where, that's where I got my first starting job as uh, the weak side inside linebacker at the University of Texas. That's okay. Bye-bye. Go down I woke up one morning and realized, holy shit, I'm a papa. How the fuck did that happen? Right? And I remember she's four and she just comes sprinting across the room. Now, the way I was raised, that was disrespectful. And I'm like, uh, you forgot something, didn't you? Gang, where I grew up, you speak. You say good morning, good afternoon, good night. If you do nothing at else, you acknowledge that an adult is in front of you. You forgot something there. Did you, Peanut? You know what Peanut did? She turned her ass around. You know what she said? Good morning. And then she rolled out. You know what she's never forgotten? Quite literally. To say good morning. I told her one time. 
Sometimes I wish you wouldn't fucking say it. I told you guys, do you know that fucking four-year-olds talk like a lot, like fucking a whole bunch, like, and ask a whole bunch of fucking questions, then they talk, and then they continue to talk, and then when you sit there and you wonder, can this bitch talk anymore? You'll never guess what. She talks some more. And then you sit here, and finally, you start believing in God, because now you're praying for that God, please give this little fucker a stroke so she can die, and stop talking to me and asking a whole bunch of fucking questions. But you'll never guess what. God doesn't exist, so she continues to ask you a whole bunch of fucking questions. And then you're like, you know what? Maybe I just drink a whole bunch. Maybe my liver will explode and then I'll fucking die. But you'll never guess what? I drink a whole bunch, but my liver doesn't explode and I don't die. You'll never guess what? She's still talking. Go back on topic. I told a four-year-old, this is someone who literally has to be reminded to go take a shit. I told a four-year-old one time, speak. When an adult's in the room. Do you know what she's never forgotten to do, gang? That was, what, six months ago? She has never once forgotten to speak in the morning. That's a four-year-old. Fuckface Frank Turek is a goddamn grown-ass man with children and grandchildren. He's Dr. Fuckface Frank Turek. He's smart enough to defend a dissertation but apparently he's so fucking stupid, he can't remember a basic fucking definition. And you guys sit here and you wonder why it is. I continue to say, all apologist means is I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Hold on, that's, oh yeah. Talking about the atheistic materialistic worldview. I told you guys, the, the only common binding factor between us atheists is that we don't believe in a God. I told you, I know atheists who fucking do, is it astrology? You know, Aquarius, Pisces, half moon, full moon, suck a dick, all that shit. I know atheists who are totally into tarot cards. I know atheists who believe 100% in the concept of karma, right? Spirituality. Right, so there is no atheistic, yes, you can find atheists who will sit here and tell you, I'm a materialist, but that is not a requirement of atheism. I've been asked, are you a materialist? And my response is, I don't even care. And they're like, well, I mean, materialism says that, you know, all that is, is the physical world. It's like, I don't think you heard me. I don't care. I'm not going to call myself a materialist. I already have a laundry list of definitions that I can use to accurately describe me. I'm trying to peel some back. I'm not trying to add more shit. So again, you don't have to be a materialist to be an atheist. But the way this fucker sells it, you gotta roll the tape. A lot of evidence that the Christian worldview is true. Shut the fuck the up. The true definition of faith is trusting in what you have good reason to believe. Trusting in what you have good reason to believe. And so I think there's a lot of evidence that Christianity is true. So it's easy to trust in the fact that God exists and Jesus rose from the dead and Christianity is true. When um, you use the phrase that it requires faith to be an atheist, mm -hmm. um, I've seen several of your debates with um, Christopher Hitchens. And I want to hear this. Physically bristle at this comment. Uh, say atheism doesn't require faith. It just requires reason. I love how you respond to stuff. How do you respond when people say 
It does not require faith to be an atheist. Well, I using again the definition of faith that they use. That yeah. If you don't have reason, you have faith. I think the atheists have to have a lot of faith because there's very little reason to believe that atheism is true. And they'll say, well, atheism isn't real. Okay, you know what? Pause the tape. Don't want to hear any more of his bullshit. Not on this one. Again, there is no evidence that atheism is true. Again, I told a four-year-old one time, you make sure you speak when you see a grown-up. Has never fucking forgotten it. Not a single fucking time. I know fuckface Frank Turk has been told. Atheism is not a worldview. Atheism does not require any faith. Atheism is not a true or false fucking proposition. Please go fuck yourself. Again, if you were smart enough to defend a dissertation, you were smart enough so it shut the fuck up. And we got, I don't know. You know what? Let's get off the fucking fuckface Frank Turk tip. And let's get on this three questions for atheists. Now, I don't know what the fuck's going to be said. Here. I just belch hashtag professional. Gang, I already told you guys, I have never enlisted. I will never front. But right now, Whoever, I can't remember the character's name, but the O'Neill character, I can't remember. Uh, she just reported to Buds. I don't know about hair regs. I don't know about shaving profiles, but I don't think you're supposed to have fucking makeup on. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's, let's turn this up just a little bit. Ten bucks says this is going to be all kinds of fucked up. So the, the head Navy SEAL is sitting there smoking a cigar Looking at all the buds, can't. Oh wait, let's stand easy. Welcome to CLCRT Selection Program. You have volunteered for the most intensive. Can you guys hear this? And the acting is fucking terrible. Hold on. Military training known to man. You are all proven operator. Gang, I'm pretty sure that's lipstick. I see. Again, I'm, I got to ask the squid. I don't think you're supposed to be wearing lipstick at Bud's. Within the spec ops community. SEALs. EOD. Army Delta. Marine Force Recon. Naval Intel community. And so on. In spite of your expertise. All right. This is a duty ass speech. I, I just don't, again, I've never enlisted. I just have a feeling this isn't what it's like. This is why I don't watch football movies. There's no escape for me on fucking football movies, right? I'm just going to sit here and break it up like, that didn't happen, that didn't happen, that didn't happen. So I got to imagine if I was a former Navy person or a former Navy SEAL, I would look at it like, this is just some bullshit. I can't watch this. Movie going Debbie. So we got, and fuck Frank Turk. You know he's going to say the same bullshit. You know what, gang? Let's not rush a goddamn thing. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the timer. This, this Tesla is a motherfucker. So again, season one, two, three, however long I had that old-ass computer, I had to sit here and I had to just fucking in my mind, like, where's the timer? Where's the timer? I can see a timer here. And I don't want to rush a fucking thing. 
gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark again. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Now we back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Again. Okay, let's get YouTube up and running. Let's try and act human. All right. Blow up, you eight. Okay, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are up and running. Great hair. Okay, I'm sitting here. I'm looking at this goddamn uh, G.I. Jane shit. Fashion has changed. It really has. Again, what was old is now new again, right? Gang, when I was in college, holy shit. The rule was, if I could see the teardrop of your thigh, your thigh, your shorts were too short, right? And I'm quite sure it is different. Oh, God damn. So I'm sitting here, I'm looking at, okay, again. So Demi Moore's character has got hair, like religious fucking cult hair down to her fucking butt cheeks, right? She's doing push-ups. She's getting wet and sandy, right? But all the fucking instructors, their shorts are like fucking diapers. Right? I'm sitting here all when I'm looking at this shit. All I can think of is fucking two life crew. Right? It's like, holy shit. Let me see you pop them things. Come on, baby. Doo-doo brown. Doo-doo brown. Doo-doo brown. Doo-doo brown. Gang. I can see that every single one, except for one apparently, every single last one of these fucking instructors has been circumcised. Can you get shorts that short? Apparently it is possible. Holy shit. Again, first, before we get in this, you know the number one reason why it is I couldn't be a Navy SEAL other than the fact I did not enlist? I hate the cold. Like, I really hate the cold. Like, there are some certain stereotypes of black, about black people that are true. That one is one of them. Shoes that are too tight and fucking cold. We're not built for that shit. There's no way, right? It is like, I can't even take a fucking cold shower. But these fuckers are out here in fucking Coronado Bay, and they're fucking at like nine degree temperatures. I know, nope, nope, can't do it. But again, let's get on this fucking shit. Three questions for atheists. I got other fuckface Frank Turk videos. But again, I'm already in a bad mood right now. I don't want to fucking hurt myself any further. So I, I've never met this fucker before, but it's another fuck-faced Christian apologist. Let's cue this thing up. Let's see if there's any capitalism. Of course there is. Capitalism. Let's get rid of it. Okay. So the name of this fucker's channel, hold on. It is Stir and Fry. I may have to look at this person. Shit, that's a very interesting name. So it's three questions for atheists. Let's roll the tape. Welcome to Stir and Fry, 
I've been thinking about three questions I'd like to ask atheists, that is, people who don't believe. Pause the tape. So, gang, right now they are in the chow hole. Uh, apparently, they just whipped their ass and they're just fucking taking handfuls of mashed potatoes and shit. <laughs> this kind of looks like fucking my voice just cracked. This kind of looks like training camp in football. You are so fucking hungry. Again, when, when Michael Phelps was all the rage and we were talking about, you know, eat 10,000 calories a day and five loaves of bread and all this other stuff. And people are like, oh, that's amazing. I never just like, that shocks you? Gang, every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that's not including your snacks. When you played ball, every meal was literally punctuated with a loaf of bread. Not two slices of bread, not three slices of bread, but an entire loaf of bread. Gang, 60 minutes later, you were starving, right? So again, I'm sitting here, I'm watching these uh, fuckers, you know, going through the chow line, and they're just, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, if that's true for Navy SEALs, and again, I got to ask the squid, that's kind of true for us football players. But let's roll this fucked up ass tape. In God, these aren't meant to be gotcha kind of questions. I'm just genuinely interested. Heard that before, answers. and no, you're not. Feel free to write your answers in the comments below the video. So without further ado, here's question one. Where do you find meaning in life? What matters most to you? What are the things? Pause the tape. Where do I find meaning in life? I've answered this question before. Wherever the fuck I find it. Again, it's kind of like the whole, you know, what is your purpose in life? I don't think there's a singular purpose. I just really don't. Right, I got lots of fucking, right now, this podcast, this YouTube, it is serving as a tremendous distraction. Again, this is a very difficult stretch of time for me emotionally. So right now, my purpose is to fucking find something else to do. Get out of my head. This morning was chest and triceps. I put everything I had. I lifted those fucking weights until I literally felt like I was going to break. Then I went up and did 20 minutes of fucking cardio, right? I made groceries after that. So that was my purpose. So again, when Christians ask this question, it's kind of the, what is your singular purpose thing? I've got lots of purposes. Let's roll the date. Things that matter most to you. Wait, what? Hold on. Where do you find meaning in life? What matters most to you? What are the things that matter? Pause the date. What matters most to me? Lots of shit, right? Again, I, I don't have enough time. I don't even have the desire to sit here and go down the laundry list of things that matter to me. Again, I move my shit around, right? Behind me is a collage of my family. That matters to me, right? Peanut, the squid, 30-30, Buddy, Papa, the Bubs, fucking Simon. Seth, Pat, Dr. Dre, working out, doing the fucking podcast, watching this fucked up ass movie, making sure I got liquor, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Again, when you see it, I've got a laundry list of shit. So again, it's like, to me, that's almost a ridiculous question. I've got a laundry list of shit that means things, means a lot to me. 
It just, to me, when I hear that coming out of a Christian's mouth, it's like, what is a singular thing that makes you happy or gives you purpose or anything else? I just, I don't buy it that it's a singular thing, right? Roll the tape. Most of you in your life. This is probably a good question for all of us to reflect on. Question two, let's get more explicitly what? theological. If there is a God, what would he have to do to prove his existence? Pause the tape. Again, here goes with the he stuff. But if I knuckled this person down to show me a he, I guarantee you, this person would go into spiritual being, you know, whatever the blah, 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 shut the fuck up. I think I just fucking forgot. Oh, it was a whole, what would he have to do to prove himself to, to me? I don't think that's a very good question. I'm not defining a God. I'm not saying that a God exists, right? The only, the, the only working definition I have of a God is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind. I don't even know what the fuck that is. So Christians, in all honesty, stop asking atheists that question, right? What would God have to do to prove himself to me? I don't even know what the fuck you mean by a God. I'm not saying a God exists. It's not my responsibility, right? Christians, it's not your responsibility to say, what it would take for Vishnu to prove them uh, Vishnu to you. You're not claiming that Vishnu exists. Maybe you should extend exact same courtesy to everyone else. So this question, what would God have to do to prove himself to me? I've got no clue because I don't know what a God is. I'm not saying that a God exists. So again, rehab that argument. Roll the tape. To you. Question three. Do you want the Jesus story to be true? You may know the Jesus. Pause the tape. Do I want the Jesus story to be true? Oh, God, no. That sounds fucking terrible. Again, you're again, I think this is Matt Dillahunty. Your God came down bodily, lived for 33 years, and then sacrificed himself to himself to make a loophole for rules that he created. Again, your God, Christians, can't make a major move without death, destruction, murder, famine, wrath. Do I want it to be true? No. It sounds fucking terrible, right? And a God that loves people so much that he's going to watch them be tortured forever? Do I want any of that to be true? No. And again, right now, there's a Christian watching. Oh, well, Robert, what about Hitler? Shut the fuck up. What about Hitler? Well, shouldn't Hitler be punished? Uh, you know, there is a way to, to skip that step. Fuck face. How about not have Hitler kill six million Jews? Yeah, that's a good one, right? If you're going to say, what about free will? I'm going to say, what about it? You mean Hitler's free will to do what he did was more important than all those Jewish people living? Please go fuck yourself and go rehab that raggedy ass argument. Roll the tape. The story already, you may think you know the Jesus story already. 
Paul's to take. That's because I do know the Jesus story. Again, I know it's hard for you Christians to understand this, right? But did you guys ever stop to think that someone could 100% comprehend the gospel message and still not buy into it? Did you ever think about that? Yeah, I, I know the gospel story. And I'm looking at this kid talking. Yeah, I call this fucker a kid. I promise you, gang, I was a Christian longer than this fuck knuckle's been alive. This video is nine months ago. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I just professional. Hold on, gang. I just saw that picture behind me. Okay. So that's my Aunt Gilbert. We went to Astro World in Houston. That's my cousin Paula. Oh, I love me some Paula. That's my mom. You see that? Oh, that's a good one right there. Okay, so hold on. So again, I guarantee you, again, I was a Christian for 39 years. In college, that's when I really ramped it the fuck up. So again, I guarantee you, I was a Christian longer than this fucking knuckle's been alive. And if he and I sat down and did the Bible thing, I will bet you any kind of money, I can fucking out-Bible this fucker. Right? So again, please go fuck yourself. Right? Oh, you may think you know the Jesus story. No, fucker, I do know the Jesus story. I'm just not impressed. Roll the tape. In essence, Jesus shows us that God demonstrates who he is most clearly, nailed to a piece of wood, bleeding and praying for his enemies. Pause the tape. That's what I just said. Your God can't think of a better way to solve a problem than to have his son who's actually himself brutally tortured and murdered? Is that the best you can do? Again, I'm not impressed. Roll the tape. Laying down his life for us in order to be with us forever because he is love. Pause the tape. That's like fuckface Rain turret. God is knowledge, right? God is love. God is light. God is mercy. God is shit. God is piss. God is orgasms. God is TV. God is jet fuel. Again, all you guys do is take two scoops of God and put it on top of fucking everything. Again, there's nothing that you Christians can say that every other faith system can't say about their God. Right? Shut the fuck up. A little bit longer. Roll the tape. Now, could you get behind the idea of a God like that? No. Would you want to believe? Would I want to believe? I don't think that's an honest question. I don't. If this God that, that the Christians describe is real, then again, all you would have done is strip me of my atheism. Right? I will tell you, I believe in your God. If that fucker's sitting right there and that's what you described, I'd be like, okay, there, there your God is. Right? This isn't some moral hang-up. It's not that I don't want there to be a God. I just don't see a reason for me to believe in one, right? Oh, well, Robert, that makes you an agnostic. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, right? So again, that to me is a dishonest question, right? Because the moment you say no to something like that, then they'll say, I have your morals, but shut the fuck up, roll the tape. Like that. Well, those are my three questions. Thank you very much for watching. I look forward to reading your answers. Okay, you're welcome very much. Your questions are fucked up.
Let's end the date. King Uncle Bobby's really only giving you one motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one motherfucking solution. Christian apologetics. Shut the fuck up. Again, all you fuckers do make excuses and fucking lie. Again, I, I, I stick to my analogy. Nothing was worse in 1985 than being called a virgin. And you did everything you could to make sure that everyone knew that you and you alone were the biggest fucking gigolo the world has ever seen. And you would sit there and be like, oh, you don't seem to understand. So I had like five redheads and six blondes. There were some donkeys and then there were some brunettes. One lady had one tit smacked out of the middle of her fucking forehead. Then I jerked off on one person's face. Then I took my entire fist in one of lady's pussy. You just didn't see it because you didn't see it. But what you then you don't seem to understand. Said, and then I took a fucking fire hydrant. Then I fucking shoved it in my dick hole. I was like, and you would sit there and you would just make the most wild and out ass stories to prove that you were the biggest man slut, man whore, gigolo, most sexually active person in that junior high. Gang, some people actually bought those stories. That's Christian apologetics. Fuck face, fuck face Frank Turk. Again, the only way to get his gospel message is to get a social media account, to have a valid credit card, to follow him to all these fucked up ass, I don't have a faith, enough faith to be in atheist seminars, University of Wisconsin, University of Texas, Texas A&M, Florida State, follow fuckface Frank Turk around, because again, if you don't get this message, you're going to burn in hell. But it's only four easy payments of $39.95. Again, if I wanted to prove, if my girl sat there and was like, are you cheating on me? You're like, no. Well, prove it. Uh, you got the passcode to my phone, my iPad. You already have a key to the fucking front door. You can look through all this shit. If you can find evidence of another woman, Holy shit, show me, because I'm kind of curious my goddamn self. But if I sat there and I was like, uh, what do you mean by infidelity? She pulls out some other bitch's drawers. Uh, if there is no God, what's wrong with me fucking somebody else? Right? If she reaches for my phone and I fucking, fucking Lawrence Taylor, and I'm like, yeah, then I fucking karate chop the, the phone out of her like I'm stripping a quarterback of the fucking football Right, and I take my phone, I throw it in the fucking garbage disposal, run the fucking water, put some fucking kerosene, light a match. It's just like, what the fuck you did that for? It's like, uh, there is no God. What's wrong with No? It's like you got the access to the phone. Look at here, take it. Right? If you had to work that hard to prove anything else, it's because you're fucking lying, right? If I ask you to prove that your God fucking exists and I got to pay three easy payments of $59.95 and get online and do your fucking seminars and you ask me stupid questions like, what do you mean by that? And if there is no God, and shut the fuck up. Again, gang, Christian apologetics quite simply means I'm going to lie to your fucking face. 
No one wins a debate by using Christian apologetics. Christian apologetics is simply there for those who already believe, who want to feel good about their fucking foolishness. This is garbage. This is lying. Do not bite into this bullshit. And more importantly, if you come across a Christian apologist, you step on the fucking gas pedal. Because if there's one thing I've noticed about Christian apologetics, they don't like facts. Use facts. And the moment they start fucking cherry picking and backflipping and so on and so on, on their websites and everything else, they'll tell you that they've won. But in fact, they've actually lost. When you ask a simple yes or no question at one o'clock and at 159, you're still trying to kind of slightly decipher the fucking answer. Congratulations. You're talking to a Christian apologist. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Let's go.